Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Sunday, March 12th. Happy Resurrection Day. I'm reading from the New International Version and we're going over to 2 Corinthians chapter 3 today. So we're on this progression of learning about God's covenant law given through Moses. And you may remember last Wednesday in Exodus chapter 34, we talked about Moses' shining face. So when he came down off the mountain, he had to cover his face with a veil because he was radiating God's glory and it kind of scared the Israelites a bit. So he would veil his face when he had come down from meeting with God. And today in this passage, Paul is kind of wrestling with what did that mean and what does it mean for us to be filled with the glory of the Lord, this unveiled glory that we have through the Spirit of God. And so as I read, I pray that the Lord would give us illumination in our hearts and our minds and and give us something that we can take with us today as a reminder of his love and grace. I'm not gonna read the whole chapter. I'm gonna start in verse seven and I'll read through the end of the chapter. The title in my Bible says, The Glory of the New Covenant. Now if the ministry that brought death, which was engraved in letters on stone, came with glory, so that the Israelites could not look steadily at the face of Moses because of its glory, fading though it was, will not the ministry of the Spirit be even more glorious? If the ministry that condemns men is glorious, how much more glorious is the ministry that brings righteousness? For what was glorious was no glory now in comparison with the surpassing glory. And if what was fading away came with glory, how much greater is the glory of that which lasts? Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who would put a veil over his face to keep the Israelites from gazing at it while the radiance was fading away. But their minds were made dull, for to this day the same veil remains when the Old Covenant is read. It has not been removed because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Wow, this passage is full of promises, and it's sad as well. It's talking about those who do not believe in Christ, how their hearts are veiled still, When they read the Old Testament, they cannot see the Messiah who is to come in Jesus. But those of us who are in Christ, there is this promise here that the veil is taken away by Him. And when the Spirit of the living God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, lives in us, there is freedom. And we, as the people of God, are called to reflect the Lord's glory 
he promises in verse, um, let's see, 18 here, that as we seek him, we are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory. I think this is a good time just to, to think about the Spirit of the Lord and what the Spirit does for us. Just a few reminders. This is from the book by Francis Chan, Forgotten God. The Spirit helps us speak when we are in precarious situations and need to bear witness. Mark 13, 11. The Counselor teaches and reminds us of what we need to know and remember. He is our comforter, our advisor, our encourager, and our strength. He guides us in the way we should go. Psalm 143, 10, and many other references. From the Spirit, we receive power to be God's witnesses to the ends of the earth. It is the Spirit who draws people to the gospel, the Spirit who equips us with the strength we need to accomplish God's purposes. By the power of the Spirit, we put to death the misdeeds of the body. The Spirit sets us free from the sins we cannot get rid of on our own. This is a lifelong process we entered into in partnership with the Spirit when we first believed. Romans 8.2. And there are many more things that the Spirit does for us. But one that I always land on is the fruit of the Spirit of God in us. The fruit of being led by the Spirit of God includes love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. These are attitudes and actions that will characterize our lives as we allow ourselves to be grown and molded by the Spirit. The Spirit is our sanctifier. 2 Corinthians 3.18, which I'll read again for us. And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Today, I want us to pray for the deacons of our church as they lead out, as they serve the body. Did you know that recently the deacons were all given different families for whom they should pray for and and check in on? And I think this is a wonderful ministry. So let's pray alongside them as they grow in their faith and also as they support others in our midst. Father, thank you for your word. Help us to know what it means to have freedom through your spirit. We are freed from the penalty of sin and death, but we are not freed from this um, bond of obedience, this call to be your people. And so by your spirit, thank you, Lord, that the guilt can be released, but that the joy of following you can transform our hearts. Help us to continue to wrestle with this scripture today. And may we as your people show your glory through unveiled faces. I pray for the deacons of our church. I pray, Lord, that as they serve us, that you by your spirit would be teaching them. Help them as they minister in many different ways on Sunday mornings and by connecting with the membership of Mount Brook Baptist. Continue to grow them in wisdom, Lord, and give them the fruit of the Spirit. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen.